Welcome to episode 33 of the Edgar Golfers First podcast. I'm coming to you from the development team this week, and we have on the line Amy Bullock, the Director of Development, and Edgar's Head of Development, myself, Mark Taylor. And we're looking forward to having a chat about female women and girls' participation in Edgar, uh, and also to have a very interesting story on our Tough Love and Second Chances podcast. We have Kirsty Wilkinson all the way from Victoria in Australia. And uh, I had a good conversation with Kirsty this morning and she is a fascinating person. I'm sure that's going to be a great listen for everybody who gets their podcast. So we have a teaser for that later on. So we're going to start with uh, looking at some of our Edgar female participation programs. And welcome on the line, Amy. How's things with you? Not too bad. Thank you, Mark. Nice and sunny good, here good. In, outside London. It's sunny in London and it's snowing in Manchester. So uh, we've got we're, we're quite a way apart, but uh, I think the, the seasons have turned on the head. So I believe that you have in plan and are looking to build up a new community for a uh, social community for um, female golfers with disability. Uh, that's the existing players we have and hopefully to attract more female participants with disability to the sport. So how's that going so far? So I'm going to be um, putting some posts out across various social media platforms and LinkedIn over the next few days just to sort of highlight Edgar and what we do and what we're about and try and bring more females into the game. And we've got a Facebook page, which is a closed group, but it'd be nice to make a bit more of that for the females so we can share our ideas and really become a community and work together in growing the game. Good. That sounds fantastic. And it, it, do you have an address for that uh, Facebook page currently? I believe it's just Edgar Women. Edgar Women. Okay. So we can, they, they'll be able to find it from there. That's fantastic. Yeah, it'll, be in the, it'll be on the social media posts that go out. So people will be directed towards it. Perfect. That's great. And, uh, we're aware of some of the work that we can do. I mean, it's been a great week for women's golf. We had the uh, Augusta National Women's Amateur, which is always a fantastic event to, yeah. to really get the season kick-started. And we also had probably the first, uh, I think it was the first women's major of the year in the ANA Inspirational over in California. So two really good events that, that, that can be publicised and uh, see, you know, world-class uh, female yeah. professionals playing. Re really there were really exciting events with really close finishes, which was exciting yeah, the, the to watch Yeah, the playoff was amazing, wasn't it? The playoff it was. was amazing for, for the amateur. And I think the course is looking good also for this week. So that's a, that's a huge event with, in its, I think it's its second year now, the um, Augusta National Women's Amateur. So great to see that. Also, I think moving forward that we may have some opportunities in Edgar, as you know, with working maybe alongside the Ladies European Tour and some other event organisers. And... Really, you and I discussed uh, some options that are around these tournaments because the tournaments grow awareness, don't they? It's very good to see uh, the ladies playing on, on these tournaments. But any ideas from your side on what we could do around an event that would help grow further awareness specifically for, for females with, um, with disability or impairment? It'd be, well, it'd be great to do some community-based work around these events, um, perhaps go to some rehab centres um, and introduce golf as an activity and then take it a step further and, and bring some of these people we've been teaching in the rehab centers to the golf courses so they can meet some of the players and see what 
playing golf is really all about. Yeah, that, that, I know we have, we've tried that in the past and that's worked very, very well. But I think it's important that working alongside those national federations that we also approach some of these uh, female specific groups and we're dealing with a minority in a minority we know that female golf is probably an underrepresented group as it is but then looking at the disability sector within female golf it's a even more of a minority so quite a quite a difficult target audience to get to and we do have of course the the edgar 359 program which helps to deliver that and also i know that you're familiar with some of our eight-step development plan and i know that you've worked alongside some federations and maybe you could just advise the audience on the eight-step development plan and it's it's importance in in highlighting those highlighting those uh those female participation areas I think it's it's really useful and, and it helps the federation sort of spot where they've got where they're missing opportunities that they could they could really sort of focus on just to drive up participation. Yeah, and we've also in our eight step development plan, which was supported by the RNA, we've also highlighted a different section of that, which has four stages for federations to really look at underrepresented groups and the female participation being a part of that. And within that resource, as you well know, because you and I put that together, is there that there is a huge opportunity for these federations to be able to question themselves, really a quite a Q and A about what does their female participation offer look like from a sampler where do they sample the game is that at a golf club is that in a community how do we build up successful pathways to a participant and at the end of that how do we uh, make make players aware of the competitive offer so i think the use of the the, the eight-step development program and its subsequent women and girls development program is is a very useful resource so, Mark, I understand you've been approached by some visually impaired and blind organisations. Can you tell me about what's going on there? Yeah, recently we've had some uh, some discussions with some various blind golf organisations and, uh, of course, visual impairment and one of the sensory impairments that is part of Edgar's strategy uh, is that we, we were hoping to have some development work and some support mechanisms in place with these organizations operating within their host federation to also bring more um, participation to, to female participants. So we've got some discussions coming up with the IBGA, who have a sole lady director. And I think, Amy, we've set up a conversation that you're going to mentor this individual and give us some of the advice that you've learned and through your training with the RNA to help mentor her into growing participation and getting golf more available to female golfers or potentially new female golfers with a visual impairment. So I'm, I'm looking forward to using some of the skills I've learned from the RNA leadership course in the coaching and mentoring side of things and seeing what with our resources within EGA, how we can use those to help grow the women's game. Yeah, that's great. We look forward to developing those relationships and hopefully getting a few more female participants through the visual impairment organisations on board. With just a couple of days to go before the next episode of the Tough Love and Second Chances podcast featuring Kirsty Wilkinson from Australia, in this clip, Kirsty talks about living with depression. Well, 
one thing is um, one of the things that I I know that can happen is when you have depression is that you avoid catching up with family and friends and so what I try to do even if it's just catching up with a friend or even having a chat with them over the phone um, I, that's one thing I try and I try and do regularly um, and the other thing is you know um, st- you know um, I stop eating as well um, and I just have to you know remind myself that I need to keep eating and Look out for Kirsty's full story, which will be available on www.edgargolf.com and can be found in the player profile section. Kirsty's story will also feature on the Tough Love and Second Chances podcast, which is available on most leading podcast platforms. So, I mean, it's been great to speak to you as always. Uh, we're looking forward to seeing each other again soon, and we hope that everybody enjoys this podcast. And any questions, please direct them to the Edgar Resources and the team. So, great to speak to you, and look forward to seeing you soon. Mm-hmm.